kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Historical reenactments can be a way to bring history alive for students, as well as for sightseers visiting historical landmarks. But the harm and the trauma that can be reintroduced in doing so is worth noting. A group of teachers in Oklahoma dress up in costumes as the U.S. border wall and in outfits stereotyping people from Mexico. A fifth grader in Tennessee dresses up as Adolf Hitler for a living history project and teaches their classmates the Nazi salute. An eighth grader in Los Angeles had hands taped together by his teacher in a slave ship reenactment. The atrocities of our nation's history, both distant and recent, are important things for us all to understand. That's why I bring them up on these episodes of Worth Noting, and it's why I regularly encourage that you, listener, seek to understand so that we can work to ensure that history isn't repeated, but also that it isn't ignored. The Newburgh School District, just south of Portland in Oregon, is going through a reckoning. And the decisions that the school board makes, and that the teachers fight for, and that the students and community raise their voices around, will end up communicating, in large part, what side of history the district wants to land on. Newburgh is not unique. They just happen to be the school district in the public eye currently. These same concerns are being called out, challenged, and in some cases meaningfully changed throughout the nation. And in other cases, decisions made and outcomes reached only serve to reinforce a racially, ethically, and morally divided nation. Let's talk briefly about intentions before we go any further. Often, intentions are used or weaponized to excuse harmful behavior. The teacher was just trying to help her students understand how horrific slaves were treated. The staff members were doing it to ease some of the tension felt throughout the school. The district doesn't want to be seen as taking a side politically. Often in hindsight, the folks look back and realize the harm that their actions caused. Sometimes they make apologies. Sometimes they double down on their good intentions. Sometimes school districts fire employees and distance themselves from harmful behavior. The news seldom reports what happens in schools after events like these are brought into public attention. I would love to think that guidance counselors are called in to support those students who may have experienced trauma from the event. I would love to imagine that the school district invests in teacher training to ensure more culturally sensitive and inclusive practices are put into place. I would love to read that diversity audits are carried out throughout all teaching materials in order to ensure just representation of all voices and experiences. That may be happening. I wish that made the news as well. I certainly think the work of restorative justice and repairing harm is worth noting. But that's not often what the media chooses to highlight. Instead, the media reported in mid-August 2021 that the Newburgh School Board approved a ban on pride flags and Black Lives Matter flags. Vice Chair Brian Shannon shared, quote, The main goal of this is to get political symbols and divisive symbols out of our schools so we can focus on the already difficult task of educating our students in the core subjects, end quote. 
School counselor Joshua Reed disagreed, saying, quote, When these students enter our schools and see the symbols that we mean to communicate love and support and affirmation, they don't see propaganda or indoctrination or any ideology. They see a glimmer of hope that there can still be safe places and safe people in their schools, end quote. What are the things that make you feel safe at school, listener? Is it a particular sign on the wall? Is it a designated gender-neutral bathroom? Is it a teacher who you feel knows you and sees you and welcomes you for who you are? Is it a friend? Is it your team or your whole school community? That validation in your very existence that can come from a sign on the wall or a flag hanging in a classroom or a book with a character who looks or sounds like you or shares your experiences. That validation matters, and many of the teachers and parents and students of the Newburgh School District are continuing still to use their voices to be heard so that those signs of validation and acceptance can be protected. On September 14, 2021, the news reported on a group chat of participants, including several Newburgh High School students. On this group chat, students were holding a virtual slave trade, where they were naming Black classmates, offering fake bids on these individuals, and more generally using dehumanizing language in line with that of slave traders and slavery. Only these kids were talking about their classmates. I can think of no circumstances where behavior like this would be in any way appropriate or okay. But I wonder how long these high schoolers participated in this activity and whether or not any of them had reservations about their actions and about the bigger context of what they were doing. On September 27, 2021, it was reported that a teacher assistant who was white showed up at Mabel Rush Elementary School dressed as Rosa Parks and had used makeup to darken any visible skin on her face, neck, and hands. The assistant argued that by requiring the staff members to get vaccinated, or else they must remain a minimum of six feet away from students, the school was, in fact, enforcing segregation. In order to demonstrate her point, she dressed as a prominent figure in the civil rights movement, she was removed from the school, and her position was terminated, but still she defends her choices. Those choices are, of course, hers to defend. But perhaps you'll agree that enforcing safety protocols— in order to ensure the health of children, is vastly different from a system of oppression based solely on the color of one's skin. This is all a lot. I know it. I knew it as I was writing this episode, and I know that you know it too. No child should have to feel they are put in harm's way when they go to school. No person should be subjected to trauma for the sake of a history lesson. People can say they did not know any better, but at some point, we all have a responsibility to learn. So here's your homework. Know that you do not need to tolerate being put in harm's way, ever. If there is something happening in school that you feel is problematic or confusing or you're not quite sure how you feel about it, but you know you don't feel good, use your voice. Tell an adult. Find someone in the building that you trust. Tell your grown-up when you get home. 
You have a right to learn about difficult points in history, but you also have the right to feel safe and valued at school. And no historical reenactment or portrayal of a historical figure or any other teaching tool that causes harm or trauma to students belongs in a school, whether intended or not. I'm Matthew, and this is worth noting. Worth Noting is written and produced by me, Matthew Winner. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory, and this show was brought to you by a kid's podcast about. This is the end of our first season of the show, and we'll be taking a break while we research more episodes. If you've enjoyed the show, consider giving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, you are always invited to listen to other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. We know you value what you put in front of your kids, especially when it comes to screens and podcasts. That's why we're excited to share a new podcast from our friends at Sleepiest, creating bedtime stories to help your kids fall asleep fast. Hello, Abby here. If you've got children and find bedtimes a struggle, I'd like to tell you about Coco Sleep, a children's story podcast designed to make bedtime a dream. Coco Sleep turns a chaotic bedtime into cosy bonding time. The stories are delivered in a pace that gently slows. Rumour has it that no one's ever heard an ending. So search Coco Sleep on your favourite podcast app and let's make bedtime a dream. That's K-O-K-O Sleep and I'll see you there.